Welcome to the Abundant Grace Podcast. I'm your host, Emily Lewis, and I am so glad you're here. My hope is that each episode feels like you're having tea or coffee with a friend. Religiosity can complicate our relationship with God, and it can feel more like a heavy burden than the abundant life that Jesus came to give us. I know what it's like to want a relationship with God and to feel like you have to do all the things the right way to keep God happy. Learning that God loves me and even likes me has changed my life and how I approach faith, the Bible, work, family. Because when you are grounded in your worth and God's grace, it does change everything. And I want to share that with you here. I pray that this podcast empowers you in your unique, genuinely personal relationship with God and encourages you to rest in who God is and who he says you are. Hi there, friend. Welcome to this week's episode of the Abundant Grace Podcast. The first episode in this brand new season. So glad to be here. I'm so glad to be recording again. It has, I think I said it in the trailer to this season, but it has felt like these topics and what God has been teaching me in the last few months have started to really bottle up inside of me and needed uh, to pour out in this in this way on this podcast again. So thank you for being here. Thank you for waiting for the new episode. I know it's been a few months and if you're new around here, welcome. I'm so glad um, to have you, and I can't wait to get to know you as well. Feel free to shoot me a message on Instagram or send me an email. Um, Those details will be in the um, outro, so you can catch those on your way out. But I would love to get to know you and pray for you specifically and get to know your journey and how these episodes touch your heart and um, just encourage you and what your takeaways from them are. Um, Today, we're going to talk a little bit more about my story, and as I've grown and healed over the past um, six months, especially since I started seeing a therapist, I also have a spiritual mentor that I'm working with right now who is an incredible um, coach and just instilling so much of her own faith into me as well. Those things combined um, have facilitated another layer of healing for me and allowed me to see some things in my story that I knew that I wasn't able to see. Um, I knew that a lot of what I walked through um, felt like I was on autopilot um, just because I did the things I was supposed to do, quote unquote, I did all the things that I was, um, that I thought were right. And I did the things that maybe not necessarily were even aligned with what my purpose or God's calling for me were. Um, and then we're looking back on stories normally, like just regularly, our minds forget things. And also when we're looking at painful things, if we have not dealt with those things, whether they were traumatic or um, just hurtful, painful, we can brush past those big feelings and not really process them 
and just kind of skate on by. And I knew that there were a lot of pockets of those in my story. Um, And so as I've been healing and accessing some of those memories and those feelings of what it was like uh, living in that space of performance and religious oppression and feeling the weight of that checklist and the religiosity of it, I can now see it more clearly and I can communicate what that was like better. So like just refining and learning more about even myself and how that shaped me and what God can do with it um, now and what he wants to do with it in the future too. So the big piece that I want to talk to you about today is proving ourselves and how this keeps us from resting. Now, when we feel like we don't belong or we're not sure that we belong, we try to fit in by like, I don't know, uh, the word that comes to mind is like, like signaling to the group, like, Hey, I am part of, I, I do belong here and here's why I belong here. And, um, this is, this is how I fit into this group. Cause we don't want to look like we're on the outside or we try to prove ourselves. Um, not just by fitting in, um, maybe we prove, try to prove to get something good. And so when we're talking about our relationship with God, we're trying to prove like, Hey God, I deserve this blessing over here. So I'm going to work really hard so that you're either happy with me or you do give me the blessing that I'm praying for and asking for. Um, Also, we can try to prove just our worth and our value and by doing and accomplishing and achieving, we find our worth and our identity in our accomplishments. Like, okay, I know that I am valuable because I contributed this, or I am worthy of receiving love because I'm performing at such and such a level, or I am accomplishing and achieving these things. It can be a way that we try to prove um, our worth, and we're trying to prove something um, by doing again. And Another reason that we prove could be motivated by guilt. If we feel like we weren't doing enough, we can be trying to prove, no, 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 that guilt that is in the back of my mind, whether it's false guilt or um, true founded guilt, uh, we can um, be working against it. Like instead of maybe dealing with that guilt, we can um, just try to prove that it is not true by doing more or fear can also motivate us to try to prove something. If we are afraid that God will stop listening to us or God will leave us if we don't do the right thing or we don't believe the right thing or we don't act the right way or talk the right way or go to the right places, um, we do those things to try to prove. So we get out that that kind of <laughs> checklist where we are like, okay, I'm checking this box. Okay, checking this box. I got that one, I got that one. And God must be pleased with me. Okay, I've proved that God is happy with me and therefore I'm okay with myself because I did enough um, to keep 
God close to me or to keep God speaking to me or to keep the hammer from falling. I know we just covered a lot in even just talking about the different reasons that we can find ourselves trying to prove. And if you want to go deeper and you want to get down to the root of which one of these do I identify with most, which one of these do I find motivating me to feel like I should be proving something, grab the Bible study that pairs with this month's theme. And this month's theme on the podcast is rest, how we can learn to let go of that performing and that proving so that we can rest. Go to AbundantGraceBibleStudies.com and you can grab the study and work through the Bible and work through questions to help take you um, deeper to the root of this so that we can address like, oh, this is the one that I have deep inside of me, the lie that I'm believing or the fear that is holding me hostage. We can break off those chains with scripture and with some good questions, asking good questions of ourselves and processing through those and an awareness of what that tendency inside of ourselves is, can be the very first step of liberation from the bondage that fear and lies can keep us in. One of the reasons that proving feels very comfortable for me is I feel like I can control the situation. And of course, the lie behind controlling things is that I would have to know what is best, right? If I am feeling like me controlling the situation is what's best for everyone involved, it might be that I'm not trusting God's control. Um, but that's a, as a side, that's another, that's a whole nother episode, right? Um, but if I feel like I control, can control, let's say God's presence, if I feel like he's going to leave me, if I do not, um, listen to him, if I, um, disobey, if I, um, do something terribly wrong, go off the rails. He might leave me, or maybe at least he will stop speaking to me. But if I do all the right things, that performance, I can control how God is interacting with me. I control that he's staying with me because I thought that his presence or his voice was based on my ability to do good. So I'm going to go out and try to prove, no matter how exhausting it is, I'm going to try to prove that God is, or that I am good. Because if I'm good, then I feel like God would bless me with his presence. And the antidote real quick, the truth opposite that lie is that God is already with me. So I don't have to do anything to prove or achieve something so that he is willing to dwell with me. He promises never to leave. It's not based on how well I'm doing. He just promises never to leave. Trying to prove that we fit in, trying to prove that we are worthy of getting good things, good gifts, trying to escape the guilt that maybe we're not doing enough or trying to prove that we're doing enough so that God won't leave us puts us in this cycle of performance and striving where we're trying to earn something. 
So in let's take worthiness, for example, if we feel really low and we don't feel like we have enough value, we're not bringing value to the group unless we are accomplishing something, we're going to try to prove that we are bringing value to the group by doing what we think adds value, which would be like accomplishing, achieving. And that um, swings us over to the other side of the pendulum where we're um, working and trying to prove. And it actually reinforces our belief that we aren't enough as we are, unless we are contributing or doing or um, performing. So we're trying to prove this, but it's actually a self-fulfilling prophecy. Like um, rather than addressing the root, we're going, oh yeah, I'm not enough. So I'm going to keep doing, and I'm going to keep doing because I'm not enough. And that um, cycle is what perpetuates when that balance, what's down the middle of that is, wait, no, 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 you're enough as you are. And when we own that and we walk in that and we go, no, I'm, I'm going to stop trying to prove that I'm enough because I already am enough it shifts everything. Our motivation shifts from trying to prove to actually, I'm just going to own this. I am a daughter of God. I am the hands and feet of Jesus. I am a vessel for his good, or I am loved and worthy. When we can stand in that, it changes our performance to, I just am this. And this is what I do because I am this. Not, I am not this, therefore I have to do this. That's such a powerful visual that we can use to reframe how we're approaching the work that we do. See, when we're trying to prove that we are something, we're probably doing pretty good things. And a lot of those good things we want to keep doing afterwards, but now we can own them. We can own them because this is something that I do because of who I am, not because of who I am not. Proving keeps us from being able to rest because we don't ever know when we've done enough. We have to keep going. Even when we're exhausted, the things that we're doing become our identity and become our worth and our value. Therefore, we have to keep going or our worth or our value take a dip and resting becomes impossible if we're trying to prove that we are strong or we are trying to prove that we are enough or prove that we can accomplish this on our own. But if we're owning this and we say, you know what, no matter what I'm doing, no matter what I'm not accomplishing or what I am accomplishing, I already am these things. I already am worthy. I already fit in. I'm already accepted with God. I don't have to worry about if I'm doing enough, I don't have to carry that guilt anymore. And I don't have to have this fear that God's going to leave me because I know he's going to be with you, with me. I'm not trying to prove that I'm strong out here. So I'm just going to take a break and I'm going to rest because I was created with rest in mind. Like God orchestrated the world. He created the actual world with rest built into how it operated best. So what is the lie or the fear at the root of this that keeps you in a cycle of performance and busyness and trying to prove or earn something? What is the thing you're trying to earn and what is the lie or fear that is um, surrounding that and keeping you kind of stuck and attached to that fear or that lie? 
That is the deep, deep work that you can be doing. Identifying what is at the bottom of that that's perpetuating this cycle is the hard work, but it is also your first step forward in owning who you have been created to be, who you are, what God says about you, and what you believe about yourself. You can own those things. You can stand in that power and not be intimidated by the lies coming at you because now you recognize them as an attack, a lie from the enemy, not as something that actually gets to speak anything about your value, anything about your calling because they aren't true anymore. Well, they were never true, but now you don't believe them anymore and you can stand in so much power by letting them go. To get the Bible study companion that goes with this month's theme and to sign up to get each month's Bible study ebook sent directly to you, um, go to AbundantGraceBibleStudies.com. And if you want to go deeper in your relationship with God and want to experience the wholeness and peace that you're longing for, that religious to-dos never gave you, reach out to me. I would love to coach with you and walk side by side with you as you are healing and growing um, in your relationship with God and with yourself. Please share this episode with a friend as we're relaunching with this new season. I would love for you to think of someone else who was in a similar situation who can relate to this episode, send it to them and let me know what your thoughts were on this episode going from performing and trying to prove something to resting and owning exactly who you have been made to be and who God says that you already are. Thanks for listening to the Abundant Grace Podcast. If this episode was an encouragement to you, I would love to invite you to share it with a friend. And it would help me out so much if you would leave a review for the Abundant Grace Podcast. It makes a world of difference getting this podcast into the ears of other people so that they can be empowered and freed from religious do's and don'ts too. As always, I would love to hear your thoughts on this week's episode. You can find me hanging out on Instagram at emily.abundantgrace, or you can send me an email at hello at emilyklewis.com. I'm praying for you and cheering you on in your faith and healing. Have a great rest of your day. And remember, there's nothing you can do that will make God love you more and nothing you have done that makes God love you less.